Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along, Friday morning episode, as always, if you are IFS, well not as always, if we get right into it, you get it early, you get it on Thursday evening, and that is indeed the case today, so thank you and welcome Thursday evening, uh, IFS people, True. subscribe or perish, as we yeah. always like to say, uh, oh man, what were we going to talk about, there was something we were talking about before we started recording, and you said, let's talk about that in the episode. Oh, I know what it was, it was. Uh, well, Nick's. Um, but it Nits, came about we, well, first we were talking about headphones and how men and I think it is men in particular although if you're a, a countress listening and you would like to say that you're also into it that's fine let us know but men mm. in particular men of a certain age let's say uh, one of the mm. addictions you can really get into is headphones like so many blokes just buy headphones or if you're not buying them you're looking at them you're perusing them online thinking oh that Mm. would be a good pair like and you almost get it's a sort of a trapping of being a middle-aged man you're almost like those would be good headphones for the kitchen (laughs) they're not my they're not my drawing room headphones they're completely different (laughs) and they're not my running headphones they're different too um, I spend a lot of I've spent too much money on headphones over the years and I spend uh, a lot of time browsing headphone options and obviously as professional podcasters our yep. headphones are tax deductible that's that's one yep. thing well worth remembering and very little it is tax deductible that's one of them and my headphones have caused us to cause you technical difficulties and now they're causing me technical difficulties so anyway we were talking about that and you said you know that you had um i hope you don't mind me saying this you can always edit it out but you said that you did have quite waxy ears and um i don't but, mind saying that but, yeah. but i i do too and i i explained to you it's nothing to be ashamed of because actually you don't need to pretend just to no feel I, better. mate if you want to see my fucking airpods you can They've, I've always got waxy. My, how often do you go go in with the old Q-tip? How often do you well, do I've that? Well, I've started doing it more often now because I've lost a couple of pairs of earbuds to to uh, wax infestation, which I couldn't yeah. clean out. Okay, so they so, just died. Uh, I've, I, like I, now, I start. You know, if I'm going to take the dog for a walk or something, you do it I first. Stick the, uh, the earpods in. I'll, I'll give the old luggles a go. Oh, every time. Make around first. Yeah, not I every time. No, every every three days or so. What do you think of this stuff when people keep on top of it? When ear doctors give it the old, you should never put anything bigger than your elbow in your ear. Do you know what? That's yeah, fucking. Yeah. That's fucking bollocks. They say nout then. Is put it, in your ear? Yeah, they fucking as if for a start, no one's putting their fucking elbow in my ear. Least of all me, because it can't be done. Look, I'm trying. I'm not unless you're double jointed. You're not getting an elbow in your ear either way. How absurd. We'd all be mm. deaf from wax, right, if we weren't fucking cleaning them out with the old Q-tips. These ear yeah. doctors, I don't know what their agenda is. I don't know whether Big Pharma are, are fuck. They're in the, the 
pocket of big pharma. I don't want to obviously get stuck into the pharmacist, but for me, that is just one of those bullshit things you're told. To me, it's just like, oh, you know, don't pull that face or the wind, if the wind will change, if the wind changes, yeah. or don't leave your coat on inside, you won't feel the benefit. That's bollocks, mm. right? Mm. Or, you know, when you're young, they go, oh, if you, or some people at school go, if you smoke a spliff, you, you'll get addicted or, and then you'll be on heroin. And then the problem is you, you smoke the spliff mm. and you're not addicted and you're not on heroin, you don't die. And then after that, you don't believe anything any adult tells you about drugs. Oh, better right? off. And if, if you, if you swallow situ- your chewing gum or your bubble gum, it'll stick to your ribs. Or you'll start, blow, you'll start blowing bubbles out your bum. Is that what they say? No, but I might start spreading that. I might tell my kids that. Right. Um, yeah, I should do. But I'll stop them. That, but you know, this is I, I bollocks. Think it's, I think it's it's they, they just want the the syringe, the ear syringe dollar. They want you to go that. in. They want to go in. Your, your ear syringe. But let me tell you nothing. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to a private ear doctor. If I need my ear syringe, which from time to time I do, I'm going to the fucking GP, right? And I'm not paying. Yeah. And let me tell you something, right? The GP doesn't need people like me going down there non-stop to get an ear syringe in because exactly. they got fucking more important things to deal with and they're overstretched, right? Thanks yeah, to the Tories, true. right? So I'll take care of my own ear hygiene. And if you're a doctor mm-hmm. listening, I know there's doctors who listen to this show, convince me otherwise because I've been doing it my whole life and my hearing is well it, actually it's not that good it's pretty shit but right. that's that's probably just because I'm getting old and I've been there to a go. lot of concerts well, over to you ear doctors mm. I just, it just annoys me mate doesn't it annoy you doesn't it annoy you yeah, all this it, it stuff they're always telling you that. Oh, don't don't yeah. put see those things that are for cleaning ears. Don't put them in your ear. You'll burst your eardrum. Like fuck, we will. No one. Well, how often does that when, happen? Do you remember when I got the um, the the little rubber bit off me? Oh yeah, that was good. It stuck in my ear and mm. it went all the way in, mm. and I couldn't get it out. Yeah, that was pretty scary. See that, but that. I can't remember what. what I can't remember no, what you I were in a car the... park. You were in a car park, and you managed to yeah, get it, was, it out. Yeah, it was Morrison's at Newark Northgate. Yeah, that's it. Next to Newark Northgate station, I got off the train at Newark. I think I it's one of those ones where I, I remember where you were, and I think everyone remembers where they were when they heard the news. But I can't remember what it was that I used to get them out. Tweezers. It was tweezers. Mm. You're right, Sam. It was tweezers. You always carry a pair of tweezers on you, don't you? I do. I do now. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go and buy them from the frickin' Morrison's at got the time, a, you got to have a decent pair of tweezers. That's a little bit of advice to because, everyone missing him. Because I just I felt as though the rubber tip was just moving towards my brain. It was a race against time. Yeah, it was. And once it touches your brain, that's it. That's you're it. fucked. It's attached to your brain. And it just affects the bit that it's touching, and your whole brain gets rewired. And, uh, you know... You know if a, if a brain, a brain that's been removed, right, if it's just yeah. left and <laughs> if it's just, I mean, the brain, obviously we should do a deep dive one day into the brain because there's the brain. L- loads of mad facts about the brain, right, that are really yeah. funny. But I heard the other day that if you take a brain out of a, of a geezer's nut or a Doris's nut, mm-hmm. all brains are the same, yeah. essentially, right? Now, it is true that the Doris's brains smell better. They're much more fragrant. And that is true. Yeah. That's not even... That's just, lavender, don't they? Yeah. Ask yeah. any neurosurgeon, they'll tell you, right? Um, and the, the, ma- the male brain smells like farts, right? Yeah. Anyway, take the brain. The brain is connected, I believe, through the spine, 
doctors, get in touch to the rest of your body. To and it sends it sends mess it sends messages to the rest of your body yeah. using almost the exact same system that American office blocks used in old in, in like the nineteen forties and fifties to distribute males. Yeah. That's how the yeah. brain works with the Jets body. Of air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they base those buildings on the brain and the body. They shoot thoughts and instructions down to your body. So, for instance, if you see a yeah. pair of boobs, it will go whew, to your willy, right? It'll, it'll yeah. send a message double quick. Get a little tingle. Get hard. Yeah. Right. And yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Straight away. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, whatever. That's the only brain instruction I can think of at the moment. But there's loads of other brain instructions that can be sent. Or if you're not untriggerable, then it won't. No, it won't. Well, no, once you get to our age... That's a brain problem, then. What? No, once you get to our age, there's basically the pipe connecting the brain to the willy gets very clogged up. And so yeah. the message doesn't get there either at all, or it gets there very is, slowly and limply. Is it worn out from overuse, do you problem, think? Over I think decades? that's actually true. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what it is. But um, well, if you take the brain out of the ecosystem and you leave it, traditionally when people remove a, a brain, they tend to put it in a jar, don't they? That seems to be what people do. A jar of vinegar. jar yeah. of vinegar to pick it. But if you just leave a brain, right, the brain is like carrying on living. It's just been detached from the body because the body's died, right? And right. the brain sits there, and after a little while it works out that there's no purpose anymore because it's not connected to anything and nothing's going mm. on. And it starts with there's, there's no blood coming into it. And do you know what the brain does, right? The brain, once it realises that it's no longer performing the function it was designed to perform, it just goes, mm. fuck this. And it turns to li- Sh- it turns to liquid. And that's not even... It? Yeah. Fuck. It's like this. Fucking hell. Well, time to shut down. Goodbye. Job done. Goodbye, yeah. cool world. Liquid. Time to liquidize. Time to liquidize. <laughs> Liquid. And then it's just a puddle on the table, mate. And you can just chuck it down the sink. And that's your brain gone. Whoa. Mm. And that's just one so you brain don't need fact. To put it in a, you don't need to put it in a jar of vinegar. It'll vinegarize itself. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. It's pretty mad, isn't it? There's loads of stuff about the brain that's worth investigating further. I feel as though we should talk about the brain in our upcoming live shows in April. Yeah, maybe we'll Brit off. I think we should. I've always wanted to. I, I, I was in um, France once in uh, uh, a, a part of Paris called Montmartre, and I was walking. Oh, I've heard of that. I was walking past a market, and you know the French, unbelievable. They're absolutely unbelievable. The French, aren't they? Because if you walk down a market round my way or your way, what would you see? Some apples, a few pound of grapes. Maybe if it's mm. a Saturday, you might see someone selling something more exotic, like mints in yeah. a polystyrene tray covered in cling film. Right, that's it. The shit you see in a market in Montmartre, out in the open air, in the middle of winter, by the mm. way, as well, it was around Christmas time. It's unbelievable. One cunt was just selling brains. Now, I don't know what brains they were. What I'm kind a... of brains? Oh, there must have been sheep's brains, I reckon. Yeah. But they looked like brains that was what was mad and they were just all laid out and it, you know obviously it was france so it was very tastefully presented with all like you know like on a market store they'd have all like sort of mm. bits of lettuce around it do you know what i mean and fucking yeah. plants and stuff all nice and he's yeah. standing there in his overalls some you know hairy ass market geezer in france mm. right 
and he's just got brains on display. Knocking brains out, yeah. And I've walked past, and I've looked at these brains, looked at him, and he's looked at me, and he's looked at me as if to say, you've got a problem, cunt. Yeah, English, <laughs> are you? Yeah. What's the matter? I've seen brains before. What's the matter? Never seen, never seen someone with a market stall full of fucking brains. Keep walking, dickhead. This isn't for you. Well, they better be nice, aren't they? The, bra- the brains, shaped I, brains I've never be nice. had, I've delicacy, never had I think. it. I don't think I've ever eaten brain. I think I ate testicles once, but Would nah. you be afraid of eating a sheep's brain? Probably, yeah. Because it could affect your own thoughts, do you think, by eating it? Yeah, start thinking like a sheep, start barring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like not interested. I mean, obviously, it's not an option for me now. I'm a vegetarian, but even in my meat eating days, I would have given it a swerve. I think. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I can't remember how we got onto that. But going back to your ears, what I said to you in order to make you feel all right about it was: it's Mm. actually it's a sign of healthy ears if they produce a lot of wax. It's it's actually a sign of healthy ears. The healthier the ear, the more wax it produces. It means it's functioning correctly. Well, that's good enough. It's much the same as the way... Do you remember at school they'd tell you that nits were attracted to cleaner hair, right? And your your mum would go, I've got nits, everyone's going to tease me. go, well, it doesn't mean you've got dirty hair. It means the opposite. The nits will always go to the children with the cleanest hair because that's what they're attracted to. And you're like thinking Mm. to yourself, well... All right, if you say so, but there's no way that is going to fucking... That, there's no way that's going to play in the playground, right? People aren't going to set that. But the next day when everyone's going, Nick boy, Nick boy, Nick head, Nick boy, disgusted head, right? And you're like, fuck, my back's to the wall there. It's got out that I've mm. got nits. So you go, actually, cunts, it... It means I've got cleaner air and all of you. That's why the nits come to me. It's well known. They're attracted to clean air. And everyone's like, yeah, like, fuck, fuck off. You dirty-haired old rotter. <laughs> but yeah. it is true. And it's the same. Is it true, though? And or if you're a school thing? child, if you're a school child listening to this, listen to your old uncle <laughs> Sam, right? If some kids give you shit over nits, tell them it's because your hair's clean. And if any cunt looks down your ear and goes, ugh, waxy ear, you go, yeah, that's because my ears are fucking functioning properly. If you ain't got wax, that means your ears are fucking busted, mate. They're fucking shit ears. Tell them that. Tell them that. Yeah. Tell them that. Speaking of the French, the French are kicking the fuck right off at the minute, aren't they? Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but I love it when they do this. Protests galore. Um, I think it might have started because they've raised the pension age by two oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's been uh, going on a while. Oh, yeah. that's it, yeah. Protest over legislation to raise, raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 led to police using tear gas and water cannons in Rennes Superb. and Nantes. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. When my best friend, SAS legend Chris Ryan, told me <laughs> that he had to, as part of your training, you go and spend time. There's like an exchange system around the world and you spend time with different special forces right so it's yeah. like uh what do you call that a uh information exchange or something like that right anyway we'll call so, it that yeah, yeah I, I, it definitely isn't that but it sounds quite nice <laughs> and so they'll go the sas will go and they'll spend time with other special forces so they spend time with delta force no not delta force uh navy seals etc and i said right who are the best other than the SAS. We know the SAS are the best, but who are the best that you've been with? And he went, well, it depends. He went, for a quick... He went, the Navy SEALs are the hardest you're going to contest with because of their equipment. They've just got a million times more money than any other outfit, and their kit is unbelievable. They've got Star Wars-like mm. shit that they're carrying around with them, which makes them pretty formidable. He said, but for the sheer, like, grit and stamina, right physical and mental stamina he said weirdly it's the danes right the danish special forces wow in in the british sas we have a lot of respect for the danes because they will walk and fight forever it's fucking blood isn't it but then he said yeah i said but who are the artists he went well i'll tell you the fucking maddest is he went they're not even <laughs> special forces he goes french riot police and I said, what are we doing with them? We went, we just went. We went fact-finding. We spent a couple of days with the French riot police. He went, and they do not fuck about. He went, they make most special forces units look like pussies. He went, first sign wow. of trouble, they are out the van and they are fucking hosing you up into the air, tear gas, firing tear gas cannons. at you, yeah. shooting you with fucking rubber bullets. They don't care. They just go mental and they ask questions later. But I think that's wow. because... You know, it's part of a healthy democracy, Andy. Like, the French, as we said before, they fucking get off their asses over... and Not anything. It's important to riot over the pension age being changed. But you've got to understand, over here in fucking Blighty, and we're all there singing God Save the King and fucking Land and Hope and Glory and all this bullshit, like we're some, like, amazing country of hard nuts. Listen... They were dishing out fucking billion-dollar contracts to their mates throughout COVID and having parties, right? And they're just... They're flagrantly fucking, like, ripping the heart and soul out of the country, right? They are flagrantly incompetent and corrupt, and we are doing fuck all. The French, first side of them fucking fucking around with their retirement age, they are on the streets going mental. And the French police go, all right... Fine, we're not going to stop. We're not going to create laws to stop you doing this, but we are going to come and tear gas you all straight away. And I see yeah. it, and I think, well, that's wonderful. That's demo- that's a healthy democracy. French democracy is the ear of Europe, and it's got a lot of wax in it. Let's just say that it's healthy. <laughs> Quite right. It's very healthy. But I mean, the, the, the fucking the, the current government, Thatcher's lot, the last bunch, mm. they were nothing like this. Oh, they no. were cunts. But it was it was all kind of uh, they were just doing stuff to us 
that was cunty. This, this, these fuckers are just ransacking everything. Yeah, I tell you what, they were lining their own pockets. That's just government, right? All those old cunts, your Douglas Herds and what have it, have you, right? Your Jeffrey House, Leon Britton, Leon Britton's, all the lads, Howe, yeah, all right? that lot. Yeah, they were not miserable corrupt. men in grey suits. They are. They were no. miserable old bank managers, and they were fucking as straight and as boring as they came. Right. Yeah. And, and occasionally, like David Mellor, they did have yeah. a bit of sex. And yeah, that, exactly. There was, a, there was iffy sex going on. The only one who was bang corrupt, and I think you, I can say this without fear of, of uh, being sued or anything, because it was, um, what's his name? Jeffrey Archer. He was, he's, he is dodgy, right. right? Went to prison, didn't he? All the rest of them, did he? Jeffrey Archer. Didn't he? I can't yeah. remember. What was that for perjury well, or something? I think so. I'm going to have to... Uh... Well... Oh, he's written a book called A Prison Diary, so he must have... Oh, been. yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I've written a book. It's called Prison Diaries. I haven't actually myself yeah. been to prison, but what I did was I imagined what it would be like and I wrote it all down. <laughs> and it's actually more fun than you'd imagine. Well, yeah, he was in Belmarsh. Fucking hell. Well, yeah, he was dodgy. But, yeah, they're just straight guys, and they were doing things that basically were very destructive to uh, so many people in British society. And so I'm not an apologist for them by any means, but this is different level because this is... Oh, uh, and the other just thing just about them corruption. was, right, this now makes me sound like I'm a Thatcher apologist. I'm not. I interviewed Tebbit once, right, at his gaff, which I'm sure I've talked about before on the, on the yeah. podcast. It was a very entertaining day out. But... One thing that he got across to me was that they were obsessed with actually doing what they said they'd do. So they kind of placed a huge emphasis on being efficient, right? So what I'm saying is if Thatcher thinks, right, I'm going to privatise telecoms, right? I'm going to privatise British Telecom, right? Okay, so a lot of us would say that was a bad policy. It had a bad impact and now there's monopolies or whatever, whatever. But once she'd said they were going to do it, what the ministers prided themselves on was actually taking these quite radical ideas that the civil service were usually quite resistant to because it was a break Mm. with tradition. And all those civil servants are very often just, you know, creatures of tradition. And they would pride themselves on getting it done, right? And he told this story about when they finally got it through the privatisation of, and he was the minister in charge of it, he was in hospital still as a result of the Brighton bombing. And he said he snuck right. out. Someone came and collected him. He snuck out of hospital against doctor's orders to attend the party at the department of... I can't remember what department still it was. in he his said, pyjamas that he yeah, came out he, of the Brighton he, Hotel he's in. Rocked up in. dusty pyjamas. He's rocked up in his pyjamas, right? His, <laughs> his willy hanging out. No, right? Yeah, no. And he's, got, and he's gone <laughs> in and he said, and everyone's like, all these civil servants are there drinking champagne all the rest of it he's gone in for a glass he's gone up to a couple of uh civil servants he goes a lot of these civil servants he went they're supposed to be apolitical but you get the gist of what that where their loyalties lie but the good <laughs> but he goes the good ones he said they won't let that get in the way because they first and foremost see their job as serving the elected politicians right yeah he goes and there was a few of them he goes i knew they were like bang on socialists right and a couple of the very senior ones. He went, they were like, they were socialists. They were probably left of where the <laughs> Labour Norman, Party was. Did Norman Tebbit use the phrase bang on socialists? He, well, he, 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 he does actually talk in quite a colloquial way. He's, he's an Essex boy, you know. And he was like, 
<laughs> I went up to them and I said, what are you two drinking the free champagne for? They said, why shouldn't we? I said, you're a couple of lefties. You ate this policy. What are you celebrating for? They said, well, we might do minister. But they said we couldn't do it. And we fucking did it. Right. Yeah. And that was like you know whatever they they prided themselves on that but this mm. mob have got they don't give a shit they got no, they get nothing well, right and they're corrupt as well they haven't been elected on anything they they got through on a fucking let's get brexit done mandate yeah. and that was it pretty much yeah yeah it's fuck all else and now it's just a fucking free for all and if it's a free for all if they get elected again boots, that's lads. it i'm gone i am fucking gone although i've made that threat lots of times and anyway who gives a fuck whether delaney stays or goes you know, it's not exactly like... Wait, where are you going to go to? What, Chichester. What, yeah, exactly. It's not like when Phil Collins <laughs> said it and then the stakes were high. The stakes were high. Yeah. A lot of people Britain were thinking... The then, people yeah. were thinking, well, he said that if Labour win, I'm leaving the country. And I was thinking of voting for Labour, but I'm a bit undecided. And if it means losing Phil Collins as a taxpaying resident, then, <laughs> to be honest, I think I might either vote Tory or just spoil my ballot paper. <laughs> We will have to say that uh, Phil Collins has since said that he never said that. No, he never said that, did he? And, you know, we are, we are big No, he never fans. said it, but we, everyone was under the impression that he did, and they may, have vote, they may have voted accordingly, <laughs> and it probably did influence the outcome of that election, which yeah. I think was the 1992. Anyway, listen, yeah, uh, a couple of other things I want to cover. One is... A couple? Yeah, just quickly. One is, um, how long have we been recording? Okay, 23 minutes. Firstly, I've been eating a lot of jam on toast recently. Good. And it's made of... Hang on, hang on. Yeah. I'm applauding you. Yeah. It's come back in a big way into my life, and it's had a huge positive effect on me. Uh, My Mm. lad's into it as well, and we've got bang into like what could only be called a bit of a jam session when he comes in, right, from school. We'll make a couple of parties. And we'll have yeah. tea, and we'll have tea and, and jam on toast. Mm-hmm. We've got about we're rotating three flavors at the moment. Ooh, tell me a uh, black currant jam, which is actually nice. my current yeah. favorite. Uh, yeah. Raspberry jam, which is Good. nice, and that that's actually a Tipton's because there's different brands as well that you get posh right down to quite common. And then I've got yeah. a very common Sainsbury's own brand, like the cheapest of the cheap. Uh, apricot jam but even that's oh, pretty no, no nice stra- no strawberry in the roster no strawberry in the current roster but two of them are practically run out so we're actually going tomorrow to the bodega who have a wide yeah. array of quality mm-hmm. jams various i mean it must be popular around here because it's only a small bodega but i would say a quarter of the shop is devoted just to jams right sounds right to me yeah and Good. I've been trying this week, believe it or not, to really take my foot off the gas and have a just rest week because I've had a busy year so far and it's and I've, I feel like I've drifted from the just rest philosophy a little bit. So I've been trying yeah. hard and, and a big part of that has been jam on toast. and Consuming more jam. And, and sometimes... Do you... Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, I've just got a couple of questions. Do you also have butter on the toast or is it just jam? Always with butter. Yes, correct. I think that Wonderful. it was really, I, I don't know, it just doesn't appeal. It's the combination. I was thinking the other day, it's like an everyday version of a cream and jam scone. Because you have mm. that as a special occasion mm. thing, don't you? You wouldn't be having that mm. every day. But it's the same thing because you've got a bit of dairy and the jam on top. And rather mm. than a scone, you've got toast. Sometimes if I'm in a hurry, 
I've just had bread. Can't bother toasting it, mate. Spread. Just wow. get a bit of bread and put, and you just have. I mean, sometimes you can have a jam sandwich. We used to have jam sandwiches. I've talked about it before. We used to go on trips out. My granddad used mm. to drive his car up into the the Durham countryside where the TV transmitter was, <laughs> and we'd park up and look at the TV transmitter. Oh, that's amazing! And have a jam, have a picnic, which incorporated jam sandwiches. That's and, a great and day. That's a great day out. Yeah, love a jam sandwich. Can I also throw into the mix? Yeah, uh, toasted crumpets. I just jam. had one. I just had one before Yay! we started recording. Yeah, crum- crumpets just also, with butter. Getting back to the French theme, croissants. Croissants, I have less often, but if you have a croissant, you've got to smother it in butter and jam for sure. Butter and jam. They're great in the air fryer as well. Easy to do. It's a great... It's just one of those little pleasures that I've lost touch with in recent years, and my son actually got me back into it, and it's just been... It's just put... Honestly, it's really been good for my mental health as well as for my tum tum yeah. my tum tum yeah, tum magnificent it's just really good <laughs> and I'm going, tummy tumkin. my tummy tumkin and I'm going on a jam run tomorrow to the bodega I put a bit of money yeah. aside to invest in some jam um, mm. and I was also thinking for the turbo subscribers sorry if you're not turbo but you know you do get a lot of extra content on there we haven't done one of our world cups in a while and I'm thinking oh, yeah. of introducing our first, our inaugural Golden Snack Tournament, which requires yep. the them not just to vote. It actually works the other way around. You need to nominate your mm-hmm. favourite golden snack. It could be a normal Perfect. snack or it could be a specialist I... snack. Yeah. When you send them in, Andy and I will decide which ones go into the actual tournament. That yep. will be our decision. But then yep. when you get into the final tournament, which will be done on a knockout basis, right, and drawn out of random pots, uh, there will be a voting element at that stage. And yep. we will Good. discover the IFS community's golden snack of the year. I think it should be jam on toast, but we will see. At the minute, you might be into something else by the time it rolls around and gets to the end. Could Who be. knows? At What's the moment, the kind I can't. Of guy you are? Uh, at the moment, I can't see myself moving on. But you get like that with snacks, don't you? Never. I mean, you know, like with peanuts. <laughs> I was like, so I go through about one phase a year. Usually starts just before Christmas and ends by the end of January, where I'm just all about the peanuts and nothing else. Are you, or have you ever been a Nutella man? Yeah, when I was a kid, I got really into Nutella right, for a while. You were a kid, mm, but I haven't. I've never, I, I try never. not to have it in the house because. But listen, my personal trainer Jordan, right, who's like obviously the yeah. fittest, healthiest guy I know, but annoyingly, right. like a lot of these fitness like guys, they eat quite a lot of treat foods because I suppose they're just working out so much they actually need this. Drink. Get away with it! Yeah, he said to me the other day, "Oh, have you had one of those?" Um, he goes, there's, they're doing Bonoffi hot cross buns in M&S. I was like, Bonoffi hot cross buns? This is what's gone wrong with capitalism. That, that that level of decadence, you know, in a cost of living crisis is, is demented. It's like the Roman Empire. And he's like, yeah, whatever, mate. Listen, Bonoffi hot cross bun. And I said, did you have one? And he went, I had one with Nutella spread on it. I was like, Fuck you're me. fucking mad, mate. I come yeah. here for good health advice, not for fucking Bonoffi yeah. hot cross buns with Nutella. It's a different level. It's like when footballers have pizzas after the match or exactly. they have like sweets, exactly. Jaffa cakes at half time. They can afford it, yeah. can't they? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not turning my nose up with the Bonoffi 
hot cross bun. Mm. It depends on how much it costs, but it sounds decadent, but why not? It's just too much. I think it's too much. I like a hot cross I'll bun. I don't if, don't think it needs embellishing. I don't need I'll see if they're doing it in a little. That'd be more affordable. One last uh, thing. Let's do some No, hang on. Oh, one more thing. One, one more thing. More's coming yep. soon on the <gasps> IFS Turbo. But I'm gonna hold something oh, up to the camera for you. You showed me. I can't see it. The title Kevin's Dirty Shirt. A Kevin the Kitten story. I managed to acquire a uh, Kevin the Kitten uh, book off of eBay. It arrived yesterday. I was thrilled with it. And again, for IFS subscribers, exclusively, I will be Jack and Nori in it on video coming soon. Wow. Um, Wow. This story is a banger of a story. It's about Kevin the Kitten gets a bottle of pop and he can't be bothered. You can see why I was attracted to him. He can't be bothered pouring it into a glass because he's just too excited about having it. So he just starts giving it. And he just fucking, he gets so excited that he misses his mouth completely and it goes all over his fucking shirt. And that's where the real drama begins. So I won't do any more spoilers. You won't know anything about Kevin the Kitten unless you heard the Melchester Odyssey IFS episode this week. So again, another reason to subscribe to keep up the speed with everything that's Do going on. Do you remember on. Reading with Lenny? Reading with Lenny oh, was yeah. the TV show that Kevin the Kitten came from. And it was, Lenny origi- the Lion. It was ori- originally something that was on TV when we were kids. And it was like yeah. educational schools TV. And he would tell stories and it would help his, you learn to read. And His um, handler was called Terry Hall, but not that Terry Hall. Yeah, and there you go. Can you see him? He looks like Barry Gibb. He looks like Barry Gibb, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, so there you go wonderful stuff right let's quickly do some football predictions and then I'm off to the Premier League darts uh, Italy versus England which I believe is on tonight so it'll probably finish by the time you hear this episode uh, okay I'll guess Italy 2 England 1 okay I'll go 1-0 to Italy uh, Sweden versus Belgium uh, I think that will be 1-0 uh, uh, to Sweden <laughs> I'll say one all. Uh, Scotland versus Cyprus. Whoa. Two, two one Scotland. Two one. I'm going to go three two Scotland. Mm. Don't know why. Andorra versus Romania. I think that would be two nil to Romania. I'll go three nil Romania. Okay. Finally, Croatia versus Wales. Sorry, Wales, but I think Croatia are going to win this 2-0. 2-0 to Croatia, and I think it will be uh, 1-1. Okay. There you go. All right. That's it, then. Um, Going off some jam is all I can say now. Yeah, I'm off for some lovely jam. Can't wait. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.